So last week, um, I interviewed for the Giants position. Um, I was set to interview on Thursday, the, the Monday prior, uh, before before I interviewed, I received a text message uh, from Bill Belichick saying congratulations on the Giants, essentially congratulations on the Giants job. Um, uh, there was a little bit of back and forth. Um, we have the text messages here on the screen. Yeah, there was some back and forth and- Some confusion uh, because yeah. you haven't sat down with the Giants yet. I have not sat down with the Giants, there was some back and forth and uh, I just, uh, I asked him, is this, are you talking to the right Brian? Mm -hmm. And uh, as you, you've seen through the text messages, he was actually, uh, uh, thought he was texting Brian Nabal. Who they ended up hiring. Yes, sir. So at that point, how did that make you feel knowing that you were walking into an interview where a decision might have already been made. Uh, it was a range of emotions. Uh, humiliation. Uh, Shut up. Disbelief. Um, uh, anger. Um, now I've worked so hard to get to, to... All right. So that was Brian Flores, if you don't... <coughs> didn't recognize or know what's going on. Excuse me. Um, but first... Welcome to our Chitty Opinion. I'm so criminal. Over here we have um, one of our occasional, I almost said guest again, occasional co-hosts, uh, Jay Rotten. Yes, none of us have normal names over here. Good to be here. Good to be here. And uh, don't forget, you can always leave a text or a voicemail at 339-224-4341. If you, need, if you are looking for a, a voice uh, disguiser, like a, a liberal friend of mine is looking for, so no one judges him on his accent, um, they do exist. He did find one. <laughs> I don't know if he's actually going to use it. It's just a joke that we have going on back and forth. But I appreciate him listening all the time and allowing me to trigger him. Because that's what our shitty opinion does. It's um, triggering leftists one opinion at a time. Uh, so anyway, that was the Brian Flores. If you are not familiar, this is just a, a brief overview. Um, you don't really follow the NFL. Like like I do, at least. You know right, what I, mean? no, like I gamble yeah. on it. I do. You know, I, I, follow, I don't follow it like it's days of our lives or anything. But... Um, so Brian Flores is was the head coach for the Miami Dolphins. He got fired. I don't know why he got fired, but um, he was there for three years, and I think thought he did quite well. And I think the Miami Dolphins is just a shit show franchise. But that's neither here nor there. Um, used to coach for the be the linebackers coach for the New England Patriots for I think it was like a decade. He's with the Pats, learning on a Belichick, but. He had filed a, I think it's a class action lawsuit against the NFL for discrimination. Now, if you're not under, don't understand how the NFL works, when they when a head coach gets um, there's a head coach opening and they interview, there's something called the Rooney Rule. You know about the Rooney Rule, right? I do. Okay, the Rooney Rule is basically you you have to interview somebody i don't know if they have to be specifically black or they have to be a minority i'm not sure they what, what it actually is but considering that there's not many um hispanic or asians in the nfl it's probably not wouldn't be a surprise that it's just um whatever um so what he was saying there is that his evidence is he got a text from bill belichick congratulating him on getting the New York Giants job that he hadn't interviewed for yet because apparently Bill Belichick had texted the wrong Brian in his phone. He meant to text Brian Dayball and congratulate him for getting the job, which meant that Brian Flores still hadn't interviewed yet, was about to interview, and essentially what he's saying is that why was I interviewing if I they already had picked somebody? 
and he's saying that's you know and it's racist somehow and then he's also has accusations out there that the Dolphins owner I forget his name was going to pay him a hundred thousand dollars for every game that he forcefully purposely lost and so that they could get better draft picks supposedly I mean I wouldn't doubt if that were true to be honest with you um because you know, the, if anybody who follows basketball knows that the you know the better pick you get, obviously, that's why they have a lottery. You know, the better off you're in. But basketball is different. One guy can make a difference. Where in the NFL, not necessarily one player is going to make a difference. Um, but you want better draft picks more frequently and build your team. Yada 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 yada. And Hugh Jackson is also making the same claims and yada yada yada. So now there's all this talk going around. So when the initial story came out. You had all the commentators talking about it in, on their shows. And, of course, you're asking every single black player, former player, person that you know because you need their opinion because apparently they're the only opinions that matter. And everybody's going, this is great, blah, 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 blah. And which is fine. If, you, if that's what you feel, that's what you feel. But here's my thing. When someone makes an accusation and pulls a lawsuit and somebody, wait until there's evidence out. This goes with anything. We talk about all the time with those racist um, incidences and those cop shootings and all this stuff. So this is no different because there's implications to this for Brian Flores. I like Brian, Brian Flores a lot, and I thought he was a great coach. I think he's, it still is a great coach. Um, I thought he should get hired, you know, should have got a job easily. But, um, you know, this, like I said, part of this allegations is that, you know, the, the, you know, the owners are racist. I don't know. The players coming out and supporting this kind of confuses me because it's like this is great, you know. This is gonna be you guys gonna be like someone compared him to he's gonna be the Rosa Parks of the of this of the of the NFL um, or whatever. I'm like, uh, okay, you're gonna be the new Colin Kaepernick, which I'd never want to be if I was anybody. Like, cause you're standing up to something. Now, if you don't know, the NFL is seventy percent black, and the other thirty percent is white and mixed and whatever else as far as players are concerned. And the coaches, right now there's only one black head coach out of 32 teams. A couple years ago there was eight. Now, black males make up 6% of the population, so mathematically having eight in as head coaches at once was above the average. But the point being is that there's so you need black, if you have so many black players, you need black coaches, more black coaches because they get what black people how to identify with them. I don't like. I don't like. That's like that's, that's what they, they were saying. They're like they can identify with them better. I'm like, well, how is that an every case thing? Because I'm sorry, but we already know a bunch of these players come from shitty, shitty backgrounds. And some of them come from great backgrounds. But we know a lot of the stories about the ones who, like, this was their last thing. This is all they could do. I am going to tell you, Brian Flores went to Boston College. He, which is a great school. I don't know if he was on scholarship or not, but he couldn't play anymore because he got an injury. High academic standards there, too. Yes, regardless. Yeah, Yeah, regardless. You still, because BC is one of the few schools that still makes you actually go to school, like real school. Um, which is why they don't always get great um, players. You don't hear much about them because they actually, you know, they still want you to get an education, uh, this like is a real education. a case, too, where I would rewind back to one of your earlier episodes 
where you kind of talked about, you know, shouldn't it just be the best person for the job? Yeah. And I, and I feel like if there's a, a place where that shows, it's the NFL. You'd think it would, in, in, in sports. You'd like it to be, anyway. I mean, it, you know, it just seems like not a good stage for uh, but this, yeah, racism, it, accusations, and stuff like that, just knowing the dynamics and the... You know, and all that sort of thing. Exactly. So he then he, he's forty. He's forty years old. He didn't start coaching until two thousand eight in the NFL. So that's a late start because that makes him what twenty eight years old. Then he spent a decade coaching under the, the the Patriots system. He never made it to a offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator position officially because the Patriots run things a little bit differently so you can kind of argue that he was a defensive coordinator but he didn't really have the title because I don't know how it really works in the Pats um, but either way he was high praise for a couple of years and to be he would be a great head coach and then he got interviewed and got a job so a he's already been a head coach so and I'm trying to figure out the racism in that and then as I'm trying to figure that out, Keyshawn Johnson comes out and says on, on one of his shows with Max Kellerman that what owners do is they hire black coaches to lose so that they for a couple years so they can bring white coaches in to reap the benefits of those high draft picks. I I, I don't even know what to say to that. I don't. I don't because you you're. I mean, if you have proof of it, fine. I get it. You know what I mean? But here's the thing. I, one way place I could see the racism that they're talking about is this. All, all the owners are white. And it's a, and owners for all sports teams are generally white because they're like, specifically in NFL, they're legacy ownerships. Most of them are families. To be an owner in the NFL is extremely, extremely difficult. It's like politics. The vetting process is difficult to be an owner. They don't just sell teams. Even if you're doing a terrible job with your team, you know, for example, Jacksonville, it's still very difficult to be forced out. In Jacksonville, is not owned by a white guy, by the way, team. The Jaguars are not. They're owned by, a, what is he, Middle Eastern or Indian? Either way. So he's not a white owner. But there's like the billionaire, you know, white boy, old white boy club is essentially what it is. This goes on in sports ownership. Now, you look at, I mean, I don't know any black billionaires who want to buy an NFL team anyway. I don't hear a lot of them thrown into the mix for buying this team or buying that team when they were available because a lot of them do it in the, the NBA because there's a shitload more money to make in an, as an owner in the NBA. In the NFL, there's a lot of money, but I think there's, it's, it takes a long time to make money where in the N, uh, NBA, you make more money. So I don't know. That's just getting the stuff I don't really care about. Point being... Flores is upset because he still had the interview. And they said they already had somebody, and that's racist. Well, the only problem you pointed out was that the Rooney Rule sucks. It's stupid. And the fact that it exists is stupid. It's basically affirmative action for the NFL. And I think affirmative action is stupid, too, uh, which I've mentioned in previous podcasts. But Don't you feel like, I mean, if a, if a white guy, there could have been, there could have been other people who still had to interview mm-hmm. who may have been white or whatever else. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they could file really the same complaint, but they just wouldn't have the race rock to stand on. Yeah. And my thing is this. When Mike Tomlin was hired for the Steelers, they had other coaches they were looking at. And they basically already had their mindset. And this happens with every fucking job. 
especially corporate jobs, they always they, they often have their their minds set on somebody. You still do the interview for a practice. B, you you still have the opportunity to blow them out of the water and change their mind. You know what that should have done was fire him up, be like, I'm going to change their fucking mind and show them that they want a defensive-minded guy, not an offensive-minded guy, guy because you never knew if maybe the coach that they supposedly were going to pick wanted too much money, wasn't going to agree. You don't know how any of that worked out, but your feelings were hurt? I mean, come on. Part of the reason why I think he, I heard he left... He got fired from Miami because I heard he's difficult to work with. Now, I could also see an internal struggle where they wanted to go one way and he wanted to go another way. I get that. And that, that could be it, too. I don't know. This is all hearsay, whatever else. Then he drags, you know, the Belichick text into it. And I almost feel like I'm like, I, you, I don't know what you're trying to accomplish on this level, making these accusations. Unless you, like, if you did ask all the proof, I'd love to see it. If it works, great. Do I, do I think that there's like an ownership thing going on or whatever else? Of course. It's a, it's a. There's 32 owners. That's a small group of people. You know what I mean? But to say the name that the NFL is racist, like the title of it, is wrong. To pick specific owners, sure. But to say specifically the NFL is wrong is, is racist is wrong. Because if they you can you name one company out there that probably made more black people millionaires? No. I can't think of one. I mean, there could be, but I doubt it. You know, there's, there's, you know, 60 players alone on a team. If it's 70% of them are black, then what's that? Like 45, yeah, 42 people on the, on the, are likely to be millionaires or very successful or could be millionaires, yeah. you know, and same thing with coaches. There's 30 coaches on a, on a, on a team about, and it's like, dude, you're going to pay me, you know, $5 million a year, $2 million a year, a $1 million a year to teach a guy who knows how to catch a football to, to catch a football some more? Dude, I'll take it. You know what I mean? It's, but I, it has to do with like being in leadership roles and all this stuff. And like they had to fight for it to get black quarterbacks in there and whatever else. And yeah, yeah I get it. All right. But you know what? This is 2021. Two. Two. Is it, oh, it's 2022. Jeez, <laughs> I don't even know what year it is. Even better. You know, there's there's a better way to go about doing this. And you, you blaming the NFL as a whole is, I think, a bad move. Um, the text alone is like his one key to, ev- to supposed evidence, but I don't even think that holds up in court because it's still a hearsay thing. I mean, texts work in some ways to convince a jury, but then this isn't a jury thing, so I don't even know if it hold up in court. Um, whatever. So I mean, that's my input. I think it's. I think when you. Try to take down a whole company because you think you're doing them a favor and it's not the NFL as a whole. I mean, obviously, they could do something to the Copa. How do you force owners to do stuff when the owners basically run the NFL on a, on a case-by-case basis? But the name itself, the NFL, I think it's a horrible approach, personally. So that's my input on that. That's just been the big news. I'm big on sports stuff, and I will have an, a, a specific show that I think will uh, be. As Jim Morris said... Stands for not that, not for long. Not for long. With that attitude. True. Oh, and getting back to the thing I was saying before, you know, because they have the black players, you need black coaches to identify with them. What was the biggest thing about Jimmy Johnson that players loved? It was that he was like his the hair. The, the, besides his hair, he was the clean cut white guy that could identify with all these inner city black kids that he had recruited to Miami. So I'm sorry, but it's not about. 
your skin tone and then making it right. about the skin tone. It's identity politics all over again. You know, and you know what's even shittier is that our U.S. government is basically saying it's legal to sit there and choose or not choose people based off the skin tone. So you know what? If you want to blame anybody, I'd blame the administration we're in now. <laughs> Just because he did it, you know, like he's only going to choose a, you know, uh, you know, a new do justice based off of her skin tone. That's right. it. That's it. It's right out of his mouth. It's right out of Jen Psaki, dick sack mouth. You know, it's the truth. So, I mean, if you can sit there, imagine the president of the United States, the federal government says it is okay for you to hire people solely based off of their gender and their skin tone. The implications of that in the long run, you, you want to take the civil rights movement and fucking erase it? Here you go. Unbelievable. Because this, the funny the funny thing about it, not funny, ha-ha, funny as ridiculous, is you sit there and you say, like, white people run everything. They, they, they're they oppressing black people. But you, they're gonna, but now the U.S. government, if this, which I don't believe is happening, the U.S. government is giving you all these supposed, you know, dominant white people a pass to say, you know what, you don't ever have to hire a black person again. That is literally what they're saying. In, in some roundabout stupid way. Are they not? I mean, I could be reading sure. that wrong, but that's what they're saying. The whole thing is you got to lead by example. This is the example that they're, they're leading by. And it's, it's all based on racism. Yep. Yeah. You know, let's ignore the Constitution. Let's ignore the law of the land. And let's be racist. You know, this is all, you know, after 12, what is it, 12, 20, 14 years ago, you know, Biden blocked, you know, the they actually blocked... The, um, the nomination for the first black Supreme Court justice to be put in. But, you know, who needs to bring up the past? Oh, yeah. Because, you know, he's oh, yeah. not racist. There was there was plenty of that coming yeah. from that direction. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just like that's that's the problem. I mean, of course, I'm, you know, we're conservative leading over here. But the problem with everything right now is the hypocrisy, excuse me, the hypocrisy of all this bullshit. And this administration, as I pointed out before with the authoritarian, um, Versus authoritarian air quote um, administrations, that it's like this government, this administration specifically, because I'm gonna, we will talk more specifically about this administration because this is the one we in. I don't, we're not, we can compare them to ones in the past, but you compare them all you want. But life is not better right now, and this is what we're living in now. We're living in a government that wants to control every aspect of your life and is doing nothing that they promised on their campaign trail. None of it. No, that's very, very uh, typical. When it's very leftist. Um, on the left, yeah. Yeah, because they like to change the rules, move the goalposts, and not follow the the laws. Huh. And I brought that up be- previously before. How many election cycles do you think that they've been they've been dangling the carrot, telling college kids, hook, line, and sinker, that they're going to pay off their their st- their student debts? I mean, I feel like they they spent literally the whole campaign in the basement talking about about that. But yeah, I mean, that's like it's vote bait. Yeah. Oh, it's the same thing with like we're gonna do all this stuff for black people. Yeah. Democrats say that year after year after year. It took a Republican and into uh, what was he? he was it was he independent before Trump? Before yeah, he yeah, was a, he was. You know, in, an independent. Or he was a libertarian. A libertarian turned um, Republican president that never used 
I'm going to promise black people this and promise black people that to actually do everything that all the admi- other administrations wouldn't do, including a black person as president would not do. I think he just, you know what he did? He kind of just treated us all as Americans. Trump. Yeah. And that's and that was his... No, 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 no. Yeah. He was a racist. No, he treated us all like white Americans. White I mean, Americans Yes, he treated us all as white Americans. You know, <laughs> he said it himself. He said he was a nationalist. Now we just got to throw the white in, and him being white means he's a white nationalist. A white nationalist. Yeah, oh, that's it. Oh, yeah, because yeah, because yeah. he's a nationalist. You know, but that's what you know. The the media told me so, so it must be true. He had some pride in where he came from. Yeah. So that was the and that is the difference. That's why everybody hates him. Now, I learned. I brought this up on another podcast. I learned recently the process of how like the politicians literally will dislike and fight against popular people who could take their seats in government. And Trump proved that to be a thing, and now they're all deathly afraid. That includes the GOP, that includes Democrats, that includes any local government. You know, it's all, like I said, it's all who you know and who you blow. And he was the outsider who came in, and nobody likes outsiders in this club. You've heard from multiple people in Congress Congresswomen, congressmen say the biggest problem with government is it's like a little boys and girls club. Everybody's factioned off in their own thing. It's worse than fucking high school because they're adults. And that's what they do. They, they faction themselves off. And they're running a country. Yeah. 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 All on the, based off their own individual needs. Yeah. And that's all it is. And that's what you and I know or convinced of that Trump didn't do. He ran this country based off of what we all need. And he, you know, politically, he took the right approach by going to middle America and keeping his promises. You know, or, you know, and if he didn't actually be able to follow through on those promises, he made the attempt to, which is a big deal. Where this administration hasn't done anything but try to control you. Every time you looked with Trump, he was signing a bill. It's, I mean, benefit it, you, you know, some way or another. And it, it was. I mean, it you was, look you at know, look, the people. Look at Biden. What was it last week? He was going. You can't. He was, when he was doing one of those random screaming into the mic moments, where he's just when he's angry, he's like, <laughs> "They're, they're, you, your kids are gonna die because of the price of insulin's going up because you can't afford it. You can't afford it. Like some weird <laughs> shit like that. But the did he the part he left out was that he rescinded the bill that lowered the price of insulin." that Trump had put in right before he left office. The fucking loser left that out. Because part of their playbook, <laughs> their playbook is, let's sit there, create the problem, and come back as the hero. Uh, and that's what they're doing. You can talk for a minute while I... Open yeah, yeah, you know, it's like they really like to pretend that they're uh, they're in the trenches with you. Yeah. But meanwhile, they, they put you in the trench. Yeah, well, it's like, hey, let me break your arm so I can fucking splint it. And be called the hero. You know what I mean? It's like, come on. You know, it's 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 obnoxious, it's stupid, and it's obvious. And right now I think they are working on, you know, using this the Omicron stuff. You know, now it's gonna it's taken a kind of a break this past few days, you know, and they're using that to finally go like, oh, you know, twenty twenty two, you got a few months by August, we can sit there and say, Oh, look, we can go back to normal after oh, the yeah. whole world has gone back to normal and say that we've solved COVID. Oh yeah. 
You know, I'm still waiting for him to, to cure cancer because he said he was going to do that in four in um he did in four years. He did say that would be happening. Did he? So, oh, he yeah. said, but no, he said it would take 25 but, years. But I think it's gone now, anyway, isn't it? What cancer? Can- oh yeah, well, oh, that's right. Because that's many right. Other diseases. It's like flu. The flu disappeared. The According flu disappeared. to my neighbor, the flu disappeared too. <laughs> I believe it disappeared. How are you educating our kids? The, the, the coronavirus yeah. ate the flu. Yeah, because <laughs> the, the test that they give you, that test for the flu coronavirus and some other thing that little kids get you know couldn't be wrong you know oh yeah for christ fucking sake you know i mean how many times have they they've been wrong so far you know this is you know the 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 meat the social media the media um i mean i when i say media by the way i lump in fox news and all the fucking every fucking media just so you know oh yeah you Um, have to you have to the um they've been wrong about this stupid virus you know, I've refrained from talking about this on my own because I feel it's a better pr- subject to talk to with with other people. But it's like how they've been, they were wrong about masks, but they banned you off of, and they, they, they restricted you on social media for it. They restricted you for saying that um, that uh, it might have came from a lab, which now they're saying most likely came from a lab. Um, they were wrong about, um, uh, you uh, was it the immunity? Oh, the natural immunity. The natural immunity. Yeah. They were wrong well, about. You know what, too? They, they love... They love numbers when they can skew the numbers to sell their story, when they can skew the numbers to sell the, the BS. But they don't they don't like real numbers. Real numbers hurt those things. Well, because yeah, well, they took real. those real numbers. They fudged them verbally because they could always come back two, late, due to two days later and be like, oh, I'm sorry I said it, but it's already done its damage. We... we, we, we talk about that a lot it's how they true. like to wait a couple days because they know no one's looking up these numbers that they want to believe that that, that wants to believe them and there's plenty of people out there who want to believe them and they do and headlines hit you know headlines mm-hmm. they, they make they're like the oh they said this you know that dr wen the one who says everybody should be locked in their house forever until they get the vaccine and should lose their jobs <laughs> she's on cnn a lot um you know i she even said the other day that she doesn't want her kids taking the vaccine her under her kids are not, that are under five taking the, the mo- this is the first time I've ever she's ever said anything that I ever said oh my god wow. I agree with you wow. you know because she goes there's not enough evidence that it's that it's it's it would work or it will do what they say it's going to do wow. and I was just like it, they must be shitting their pants on whatever I don't know it was CNN or MSNBC whether that she's saying this because it's like they're waking that you you slowly see them waking up. Like when they when they said them like the masks don't work when um Michelle what's it Lewinsky whatever her name is yeah uh, from the CDC came out and said like you know masks don't work natural immune like when like when they like they say it they don't they're hesitant to say it because like they've been lying to us for so long right you know have we heard from Dr Fauci in a while no no, no not it's been a couple long. it's been a few weeks not in a long time you know Rambo he's been definitely quiet he's uh this is like it's like how do I play this out. You know, because he's literally been wrong every single time, and people swear by him. And then I can see the excuse. I haven't really had a talk with people about it, but I can see the excuse. Well, you know, not everything can be um, right at first and everything else. Well, yeah, so why don't we wait till they're actually right? Then we can say, yes, I agree with him, or that we should do it. But they don't. They're going to take everything he says right off the bat. Like I said, any guy who sits there and once said that children can catch AIDS from being next to a gay person or whoever, then... You know, that's not science. That's stupidity. And his and rhetoric ignorance. on that lasted yeah. for years. And, and it, it turns out that it's all BS and it's all wrong, even though a lot of people have forgotten or chosen to forget. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
but you know he's he's pulling the same thing with with all this with the COVID, just uh, you know these consistent lies and lines of BS and lie you know. Well, he says it himself though. Like when when someone brings up how he's changed it, Olivia goes, "Well, the data the data come out and it, it changed." No, it's the same fucking data. So you jumped to conclusions before because you didn't wait for data. There was no data. Was there not. is still barely any data for this vaccine to begin with right now. We are only, what, a year and a half into it? There's no data. There's no long-term data for this. You know, they remember when, people, when women were complaining about their menstrual cycles getting fucked up? Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, that that was a thing then. A couple places, like reputable places or places that want to expose the truth, said that it was a thing. Everybody else ignored it. Then, what, a month or two ago, they said it was a real thing. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it's fucking with women's menstrual cycles. What do you think it's going to do to a, a guy's nutsack full of semen? <laughs> you don't know. But you, you don't, don't know. know. You don't know. You know, I mean, I mean, I think one could assume there's some reproductive harm there. I mean, but we don't know. Why can't we wait and find out? I'm still waiting for the, you know, they wanted 55 years. No, they changed it to 75 years, but they let all the sheets out until the, <laughs> the courts told them that, no, you got to release 800 pages a day. Wait until the generation is uh, wiped out. Yeah, you know, I mean, the same government that sits there and tells you, they don't, they don't have citizens' best interests you know, in heart, despite what they like to tell you. They don't tell you how to better your life against diseases, against the virus. Now, they close the gyms, we all know. They don't tell you to exercise, diet, and look at your health. You know, Joe Rogan did, though. Sure. I mean, I, I know we're not supposed to listen to him because, you know, he, he actually studies and talks to people and allows other opinions on there, but... You know, for a guy who works out and tries everything in the world and has talked to every expert about health, you know, he, he mentioned it because it's common sense. You know, a fat blob like me eating like shit probably doesn't have a, a great chance of survival compared to someone like you who, you know, can, who doesn't do what I do, you know, with food. And, but they don't, the government didn't never, never, never. Now you have a place that tells you how to, the, the Center for Disease, Disease Control telling you how to combat something that you don't want to get. You know what I mean? As opposed to telling you this is how you should do your best not to get this. And doesn't it raise your eyebrow that anybody does talk about that? Like, what, you know, how not to get this, how to stay healthy. Why is it that they get canceled on social media platforms? Why is it that they get canceled from being heard? You know, why is it that they get mocked as a crazy person and, and you know and i mean i think we know why it's mm. because you know they're, they're they're teaching you things that we can all do without spending tons of money and without spending tons of time or making a huge commitment that can better ourselves and, and keep us naturally better against these uh you know these I mean, factors diseases or you know covid you, or whatever else. yeah and you can't go to one Say we'll say five hospitals and go to any of them and ask them what their protocol is for treating COVID early because all of it, none of them have one. There is no government protocol. It's just to take that one. They they, they okayed that one treatment right off the bat, which wasn't FDA approved, by the way. So they love to throw that into you. Um, is that you have to? It, it's not FDA approved. Um, even the. Um, well, even the vaccine that we use in this country isn't FDA approved, by the way. Um, but they like to, they want us all to think that way until we, you know, the the homework seekers decide to find out that that they're not. But the first treatment wasn't FDA approved. Um, the first treatment, I think you and I discussed this previously, 
was um, a lot of people were dying from pneumonia type symptoms and pneumonia from COVID. Yep. But we find out the treatment that they used. I can't remember the name of it. Um, was the side of the one of the symptoms of it is kidney failure, which in turn is wasn't ivermectin. No, no, no. no. Which in turn was um, the side effect is pneumonia-like symptoms, and people were dying from that. Uh, let's see. Now they just tell you to stay home, um, which is mind blowing to me. Let's see the FBA. I can't. I can't. The reason I'm looking this up is obviously I want people who are listening to look it up. I can't remember the name. I can't properly pronounce the name of it. Um, do you, you you know what I'm talking about though, right? Um, I do. I think you sent me uh, an article about it. And, uh... Let's see. I saw some issues of. Oh, well, it's funny. They have, um, oh, there it is, remdesivir. Remdesivir is the drug. Look it up. Look up the studies for it. Um, Fauci, you, the data that Fauci um, cited from this particular, to use this drug, was based off of a study they did that actually only, when the drug only worked on two people and killed the other eight. Um, so keep that in mind, you know, when, you, when a guy is telling you to take something. Um, and just a reminder, people, uh, Mr. Rotten and I here are huge Trump supporters. I have Trump T-shirts and stickers. And, I mean, we are as big a Trump honk as you can get without, without having uh, a southern accent. <laughs> and driving a pick. well, I'm sorry, driving a pickup truck with bigger wheels. Um, <laughs> but he... You know, warp, Operation Warp Speed got this, um, was a Donald Trump thing, and he pushes this fucking vaccine. So, and don't get me wrong, there are plenty of reputable people out there who believe in the vaccine for certain reasons. I'm not talking about young kids. I'm not talking about people under, you know, 55. I'm talking about the older people should take it because they're at the point in their life, they don't have enough time to figure out, you know, if it's going to work or not. Um, you know, and they've already on a party a, a thousand different meds by 70 years old anyway, for the most part. Um, you know, and for certain instances, absolutely for everybody, meh, you know, but he, he honks, but he gets booed at his, at his, as rallies when people bring it up, when he brings it up and the, I, I don't remember which rally it was. One of the ones earlier, oh, maybe, yeah. I don't know it was last summer he got booed and I was just like, oh, it was, I, yeah, it was, you and I were discussing one yeah. of them. You oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but so don't 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 sit there and think that like oh you know because it's, it's Trump supporter thing no because if we were Trump supporters we, we probably would have jabbed ourselves thirty six times right now to get to get you know our free hundred dollars. Um, <laughs> Krispy Kreme, you know, right? But what, what what was the one? Yes, the healthy Krispy Kreme donuts. Or if you were in New York, you can get the fries and the burger. You can get a heart attack uh, combo. Or in Chicago, they have the lottery. Yes, yeah, they had lotteries the, in Pennsylvania. The Lightfoot Lottery. Yeah. Fucking whatever. The only problem is if you win, she delivers it to your house. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, the um. So the, you know, so d- d- don't sit there and you know it, it come to your conclusions like everybody can say. Oh, you must be a Trump supporter. Well, you know, I mean, yes, I I am, but whatever. It's a, it's a stupid argument to make. It has nothing to do with that. This whole thing has to do with freedom and the fact the government won't let you. Uh, when Trump mentioned hydrochloric hydroxychloroquine. 
you know, the, you know, as early treatment, they denied that. What they end up saying, it works. Ivermectin, the horse tranquilizer, what they say with that, now they're doing studies on it now. Everything is so delayed with this government. There's a meme bouncing around of like an airport. There's a vending machine. Oh, yeah, in Mexico. Yeah, yeah they have it right Mexico there. Yeah. Well, they the have, I know, I know, I got a, I got a video from Ecuador um, a few months ago of, they because it's easier to just give out the packages to the houses than it is to have them go to the hospitals. So they would put, there was a package of ivermectin hydroxychloroquine and all the treatments in the bag for you. Wow. So if you had symptoms and you were sick, you would just take it because early treatment is most important. Now, we you know people here in the United States, you know, specifically, you know, even if we have health insurance, we don't hate going to the hospital. It takes time. You have to get the appointment. Now it's impossible to get an appointment anyway. I'm not going to sit in a fucking emergency room. So what are you going to do? You're just going to wait out and see what happens. But, you know, there's a point after a certain amount of days that early treatment doesn't exist because it's not early anymore. So, you know, it makes sense to make this stuff available. You know what I mean? And if you had it on hand. You know, you had it exactly. on hand and ready to go. Now, Ivermectin was an over-the-counter um, uh, cheap, what's the word I'm looking for? Generic yeah. drug. Sure. You can't get it for shit. Dermatologists use it for regular treatments. Well, now they have to go through like 10 pages of documents just to do regular treatments because the government's a bunch of fucking dickheads. <laughs> and they can't, they, they're like, we can't profit off of this. You know, same thing they did with monoclonal antibodies. How long did they sit there and shit on DeSantis oh, for pushing that? And they're like, oh, he must have a financial gain out of it. It's like, no, it works. So what did the government do? They stopped doing that and said, oh, I'm going to give it to black people mostly. <laughs> Here we go again. Yep. They, you know, identity <laughs> politics all over again. You know, it's just like, it's disgusting. You know, if you don't believe me, look it up. All right. I know there's like, I have a liberal, my liberal buddy who'd be like, no, this is lies. This is your opinion. No, it's truth. It's truth. I just don't need to be bringing up the articles or the, or the um, things right now. That's an old story. But, um, you know, so the government doesn't care as a whole. It, it, it just doesn't. I mean, what are the, you know, what, like the border. Oh, jeez. Kamala Harris was interviewed on, um, what's that Spanish channel? Univision. Univision, yeah. And they, they asked her, they go, you're supposed to, you know, the whole point of view is to help the border. This is, this is me paraphrasing, because um, it's in Spanish, so at first of all, I'm not going to speak Spanish. But it's me paraphrasing. You know, it's, uh, you know, you want to help the, supposed to help the, the, there it is. You are working on fighting the root causes of immigration in Central America, but so far, with not only we've seen not a reduction in the number of immigrants coming to the U.S., but we are seeing an increase in the number of people coming in. So what is going wrong so far? They literally asked her this, and this is her blow-hard, I can't answer this question, answer. Quote, so I... She, please pauses. <laughs> believe very strongly in, a pro, in approach to work that we are doing to address the root causes of irregular migration. I believe very strongly most people don't want to leave home. No shit. <laughs> they don't want to leave the place where they grew up, the church where they worship. They don't want to leave their grandmother. And when people leave home, it usually is for one or two reasons. Either they are fleeing harm or they cannot simply stay and take care of basic needs of themselves and their families. I'm in shock, first of all, because you said grandmother and not grandparent. Or oh yeah, grand. 
Yeah, and she well, put a gender on there. I'm very, yeah. oh, very no, I, I'm offended too. I'm very offended by yeah. the word grandmother. Yeah. Right now. She's talking about cis cisgender people. Wow, that's leaving wow. out the other 146 the unicorn people and such. Very. Uh, um, how the fuck did that answer the question? It, it didn't. It's a you know what? It's a it's like a cat and mouse game. Um, you ask a question, the question's the cat. <laughs> and your answer is the most. That's, that's, like, that's dude, what they do all the Jen time. Jen Saki could teach a course on how not to answer a question. Oh, I'm sure. Like I'm she, sure she could teach a course on a few other things. Yeah, too. too you know, you know, being uh, winding up in the position she's in at all. Uh, it's who, Kamala, Kamala or uh, Saki? Oh, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, Saki and. And Kamala. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Everybody knows Kamala's already the master. Yeah, we, we all know yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, but, I mean, listen, we have this border problem in this country. I mean, it's bad. I mean, you can sit there and say what you want, but when you let, when, you know, over 100,000 people a month are trying to come here, you know, if, 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 if they keep this up, and this is winter, it's supposed to slow down. It's not. Okay, if they keep this up, this is 36 more months of this. Long haul. How many people is that? It's, I mean, it's it's crazy. See, you know what I mean? Like, seriously. You know, that's a million, that's over a million people a year that are just letting in, all right, and passing around, lying and saying they're not having these midnight flights. So, we... There's not much concern about the, the, the vaccination amongst... Oh, I know. And it is, you're right. That's why I want to... That's a good point. It's like, you can just come in willy-nilly with, with AIDS and... Um, yeah, to any tuberculosis. You want, yeah, much. you know, COVID. Yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. And they can just send you to any city they want in the middle of the night, unmasked. Yeah, you can come in unmasked. Yeah, they don't give you a mask yeah. kit. You know, nope. um, but God forbid you take a flight anywhere. Oh yeah, you know, well, you know, your children are in school; they're masked. <laughs> oh, yeah. did you see the what was this? It was the Rams 49ers game Sunday, the NFC Championship game. They had Gavin Newsom. Um, what was it? What's the name of the uh, the Magic Johnson? Was he Magic there? Johnson? Yeah, they were taking pictures with Magic Johnson and the governor of not the governor, the mayor of um, San Fran in Los Angeles, yeah, L- L- London. What's her face? And oh, Garcetti of, of LA. Now, when they asked Newsom about him not wearing a mask. In the in the photo, not realizing there's multiple photos of him doing him doing this multiple times. Oh, I had the mask in my hand. I put it, just took it off of that and put it on. They asked Garcetti, "Did you hear what he said?" No. He held his breath while taking the photo. Wow. <laughs> He's. <laughs> I don't even know what, you, what what to make of that. You held your breath while taking the photo, with, smiling and whatever else. Now. What they also don't know is that they think it's just the photos. There is a video of them from the game. No the, mask. Uh, the, no mask, mingling, yeah, mingling around. No water in the hand. Every time he drank water, it was like, every time I drank water. Dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah. You literally have the strongest fucking you know, mask mandates. For, you have all these kids sitting around and all this shit. Suppose, remember, remember all these games where, you know, when everybody wanted to have football games again, um, you know, colleges and stuff, they say, we're just going to have them because they're losing money. These are super spreaders. Everybody's going to get COVID. You know, um, no. No. Oh, yeah. But, you know, but these are, this is a super spreader event. You have a man, an overweight, 
60-something-year-old man with HIV, and you're not concerned about giving him, he has a compromised immune system, and you're not worried about giving this guy COVID? And, and Lord Fauci would say that. Like, dude, that you, you got to kill Magic I mean, Johnson. This is a, this He's is not a, a real magician, assholes. Okay, it's a nickname. All right? He, he, so if it was really serious as it is for people like him, then, yeah, you know, like, Garcetti, you don't care that you could literally be killing Magic Johnson. Imagine the liberal conundrum that is. What? You got, you got, you got Newsom, you got Magic Johnson, everybody's unmasked, everybody's sick, everybody's compromised. And you I just mean, kill the greatest just, lake that ever lived. It's, I mean, what a disaster. <laughs> no, you know what they would do? They'd blame the HIV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd go back to that for once. Like, I mean, like, yeah. it's like, it's it's disgusting. It's like the hypocrisy can continue. Um, see, a poll, more than half of uh, voters think that Biden is one of the worst presidents ever. Shocker. I don't trust polls. I don't give a shit. I think that, I just think it's funny when they come I just out. want to know for the 50%, I just want to, I, who's worse? Who was worse? Well, the, the, the 50% were um, people in masks, three masks, and plastic shields over their face. I can promise you. What's funny is there was a poll done a couple weeks ago. They, you know, how the polls specifically go toward you know whatever they're leaning toward. Like you know, oh, yeah. a thousand Democrat people from this small town yep. who you know with a hundred percent Democrat vote were asked about this about Trump. They did one of those polls about Biden, and seventy six percent of them were against Biden. Wow. It was shocking when wow. I saw who they polled. I don't remember what the question was. I think people the are question sick of the, the BS. Is what, you know, we're getting to that point. People are just sick of the BS. And, and But, it, you know, it's the type of thing where I'm like, you know, stand by your choice. You voted for him, right? I mean, hey. That's it. And I can tell know? my buddy that. I go, you voted for this. Exactly. I mean, he, doesn't see, he hasn't seen much of the issues going on, you know, because he's not like a big grocery shopper and things like that. Um, like my mother was complaining this week that, you know, because you know, I asked her to make, like, can you make tacos? She goes, I want to go get taco shells. And all the shelves were empty at Stop and Shop. And I was like, I don't know. I've been to Market Basket. John Paul told me the same thing. Oh, yeah, it's true. You know, I was just like, because I, when I go, I go late at night. I just grab the same 10 things every week. They, I mean, Bear Shelves Biden is a nickname that's been going around. I, I feel like it doesn't stuck that much, but it is true. You it go into true. a grocery store and it's there's sad. a lot of key items that are no longer there or very scarce. And you mean, never mind the, my Friday night treat to myself was like getting food for the weekend, which is like a pizza or something. You know what I mean? Um, it used to be twenty bucks. You could do it. Twenty-two bucks. Oh yeah. Thirty bucks if you throw in like wings. Yeah. It's like forty-five fucking 40, dollars. 50, Forty-five, fifty. Two subs is twenty-six fucking dollars. Yeah. No, it's crazy. I talked. Did I tell you when I talked to um Pete over at Liberty Bell? No. I felt. I talked to him. I go. I asked an owner of our one of our local shops. Uh, I want to say about a month ago. Um. You know, what, how is this, the inflation and everything treating them? He felt terrible. I mean, they're not inexpensive as it is. They're not. They're they're a little above average for what you're going to spend on things. Ramp, okay, if you hear any whining, that's like my dogs playing, <laughs> by the way. Um, they think they, of those, all the rooms in this house, they choose to be under our feet. Um, I asked, I, he goes, listen, he goes, when it started, he was like, you know, people come, you have, you have regulars that come in for lunch, and it, you know what you're going to spend for lunch. He goes, you come in, you expect to spend 15 bucks. He goes, then it turned into 16 Then it quickly eventually got worked its way up to $20. He goes, I felt awful telling people, regulars especially, like this is what it costs. You know, like, so it's, it's like people don't, 
the people who don't see it or don't make a big deal out of it, which are typically government officials, um, you know, and the people who, you know, who typically don't do their own grocery shopping um, or look at their bills. Like, they don't look at the bill, like, after the, whoever shops from buys the stuff. Or own a business that has to deal with people on a regular basis. I would feel in that type of place where, like, I, I work in, I guess, you know, essentially, I work in retail, working at the warehouse, but it's not because it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's construction, but a specialty construction. It's a niche thing. So, you, what we sell, you have to have, but you can work it in the price of jobs, you know, when you're fixing something. But with food, it's a treat. It is, it is. And, and also, I think that there's a piece. And you know, you eat out more than I do. What's it been like? It's you, it's very expensive, well. very expensive. But my big speculation on this too is, and it really is just a speculation. I've done no scientific uh, research to figure it out. But it seems like things not only cost more, but you get less of it, or and it's the quality is less also. Okay. So it's like you you know you pay more for things, but you're not getting the quality. You're not getting the service. So it's not the same know, as like when the, it was inexpensive. I agree. I, 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 that's exactly what I think. Yeah, because I noticed the other day, um, I don't know, I don't, I don't know if I got a sub or something like that. I, I think I went to, to Liberty Bell. I got a sub. And I always get the same, like, five same things over there. I'm like, I got the bag. And you see, you're used to a heft of certain foods or whatever. I was like, this doesn't feel... Feel a little light? It, it, I understand why. I mean, I'm not going to knock them. I mean, I still... This is the thing. I, I want those people, if you don't know, I will buy... I have a a hundred and something t-shirts that I specifically, you know, buy because a lot of it, most of them support small companies. And I believe in supporting, even though I just buy one t-shirt or a hat, I like to do that. So I prefer eating at non-chain restaurants when I go anywhere. Um, you've been away, you've been on vacation with me before, you know, like that's what we did. Yeah. We went to just local stuff that was there. Yeah, sure, definitely. You know, definitely. except for like maybe McDonald's on like a, a long drive to God knows where the fuck we might have been going. You know, but for the most part, like I will support those smaller places um, regularly. <clears throat> you know, because this is what people don't realize about blue collar people. Like they think rich people are the great ones. When, like blue collar people will help blue collar people. Middle class people will always help. Not always, but I mean, you, you know what I'm talking about. Where, you know, white collar people only do it if it benefits them back in some way. You know, that's the difference. It's like why what's going on in Canada, people are, the government up there is downplaying. And, and, but that's the thing too. Uh, is like middle America, that's what really is, that really like makes our country go. It's the, it's the working people and it's also the working people who are supporting the other working people is how I feel about it. It's um, it's an in, it's an inadvertent scratch your back, scratch my back. How, how many Toyota Camrys and Ford Explorers do you see as opposed to Rolls Royces? Yeah. In a parking lot. True. I mean, that's that's all. What else do you need to know? It's true. Like, because we go to places where, like, we I work at a place where I see drivers of of trucks every day, and we all you know right off the bat just by what you're doing that you have a connection instantly with that person, you know, because of you're dealing with something. He drives, I unload. Two totally different things, but we the, the thing that meets in the middle is what we're unloading, is that dock. And it's the same thing when someone is, you know, shopping at a, a grocery store and... I mean, people might shit on grocery store workers. Some people are just shitbag people. But that grocery store employee is 
checking out for you, um, helping you find what you need and putting it on your shelf because it came from somebody who worked on the dock, who worked with that truck. And like that person knew that person who knew the person who was gonna put it on the shelf, who knows the person who's gonna help help you, you know, get that food and make sure that the dates are correct on there. Don't like that's all the thing. But we all know that subconsciously. You know, the smart people know it openly. You know what I mean? It's funny you would say that too, because I feel like and this kind of rewinds us back to the beginning of the show, but I feel like the two instances, and it's two instances where I've spent most of my life, are in blue-collar work and on the football field. Those are the two areas where I feel like race plays in. Like, it doesn't really matter. It's just, it's like common goal stuff, and everybody's just, you know, I'm, I'm a human, you're a human. Everybody just wants to survive. We're doing our job, and, you know, there's a common goal some one way or the other, and, uh, and that's it. And, and I feel like that's kind of... Uh, funny enough that there's a connection with, with that all. The thing about that where people miss that and don't don't see it on a regular basis, like, the you know, remember those two girls at ASU complaining, you know, and they lose that whole thing because they say they were at a, you know, a white supremacist school because, you know, and there was a kid who had a, I support cops who were just sitting there studying these those poor oh, yeah, kids. Saw, yeah, yeah. You know, that, that thing. <clears throat> those two girls forget that at one point when they were, were signing up for classes, they were standing next to a white person also signing up for classes. Those girls forget that they're paying 40 grand a year to go to that school. Somebody is, as, as well as the, that, those two kids sitting at that table. The people who pull that type of identity issue, whether you're white, black, Asian, gay, a unicorn, whatever, or even job-based, you're a, a CEO, whatever, you, those people who raise issues with that shit, or your Michael Rappaport, you know, you sit there and you forget that everything around you, what brought you there, and why you're there. Like you, you don't look at those things. And the, you ever notice the happiest people, and the people who are, I won't say content, but the people who are more accepting and easygoing, are the people who just see everything that way. You're like, you know, like, why are you shitting in that person? They're doing. That? I mean, I worked at a place when I worked in Santa Monica. I worked at a middle to high end, not super high end, like shoe store, woman's shoe store. So I had to deal with women. I had some of the shittiest customers come up and say the rudest things to me, <laughs> and I didn't give a fuck. I mean, I would tell them I didn't give a shit. I mean, what are you gonna do? Go, call and complain? Go ahead, call and complain. Because I dealt with, you know, this is. Be- Thank God it was before social media. I would have been fucked. Oh, jeez. As an employee, as a, especially as a management position. Um, I'd have these young actresses come in, teenage girls, making a fucking scene about shit. I'd have these prima donna. Now, okay, we were the last store in the country to close. That was at midnight West Coast time. I wasn't in the mood by then because I'd been up by six, going to school, and then going there. And you'd have these prima donna teenage girls who would go in there with their little entourages of, you know, brat girls. They they were like basically like brat dolls in real life. You know, and like, or like these girls who sat there and, you know, who, who, who parents were paying for them to go to UCLA or whenever they happened to be where I was working and yada, yada, yada. And I just, it was, they would say the rudest shit to me. You know, like, you know, one one woman came up to me. I remember she was an, in, in, you know, an Indian American woman. And she comes up, she goes, you are so scary looking and ugly. And no. Was, yeah, yeah. I was at the register. I was just like, I didn't get, because I knew I wasn't. You know, and I was just like, I don't, I was just like, and? I was just like, and you can, 
leave. <laughs> it was a Friday night. I, you know, I was just like, I wasn't in the mood. But then I would have great customers too. I had this one group of um, regulars that I didn't realize were regulars because I see so many customers. They were, I didn't know this until one of the girls actually started working with me because she was just looking for something to do. She had a group of five girls that came in that used to spend other guys' monies, but they'd come and spend it there. But they came to that store specifically for me. And I didn't realize this because I'm an idiot. And I'm 21 years old. Don't know any fucking better. And my, my brain's a thousand different places. But she told me, she goes, we used to come in all the time just specifically for you, to, to, the, you know, whatever else. But it was, it was just great because it was like you had all this trade-off because they were, despite them being rich, she drove a $90,000 truck, didn't give a fuck, you'd never guess. You know what I mean? Like her, all her girlfriends were like that. But she always remembered that she came from Connecticut. Her father had money, but she still had to like, he still forced her to, to fight for things and pay. Th- that was what it was. She ran up a credit card bill for like 30 grand at Barney's. No. Her father made her get a job and pay for it. So that's why she worked with me. That's what it was. And But she, like her friends were just down to earth people who just like, whatever, despite all the money and the lavish life that they lived, there was me, Joe Schmo, who was living on somebody's couch. You know what I mean? He'll probably sleep in his car that week. Who knows? You know, so like there, so there, even the, there are people on every level who can sit there and identify, you know, and there's other people who just forget. Yeah, like yeah. that Indian girl clearly forget, forgets the history of her family. Because I can tell you what, in India, they ain't royalty, most likely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you forget how your grandparents, you know, made oh, yeah. your father probably came here barely on a dime, you know, or mother or both to be doctors or whatever. And they made you this, this thing. You forgot about that. You know what I mean? Like, that's the issue. Yeah. You're, you're always thinking of you know, it's the people who talk like they're open to other people and they're, they're so open and worldly. Those are the people who aren't most yeah. of the time. Well, my favorite is the worldly people who actually don't do worldly things. <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay, so wh- where have you been on vacation? Well, I'm really look on their, anyway. Their interest of the week is trending. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. You know, you know like the, they do the fake... Like, when they go on vacation, like, you see it on social media. I don't follow these accounts, but I see, like, you scroll through when, like, when you're doing the searches, you know, all these people in these lavish places. Okay, first of all, if, if you're there at those lavish places, congratulations. But are you literally going to these cities, these these countries, excuse me, and seeing while they live? Or are you just going there because there's a palm tree there? Are it's you background. Ta- it's background. Yeah. Are you talking to yeah. the locals? Are you actually seeing? That's not the, no, That's not culture. No. You can't live through film through the camera on your iPhone. Mm-mm. You can't, and well, a lot of people are, and that's and that's sad. what's sad. Like you can't, like you said, you 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 can't go to, okay, Hawaii. Yes, is beautiful. This and that. Okay, but what is Hawaii? What makes it function? Go to the cities. Talk to the workers. The historical culture they'll show you at these at these resorts. I'm sure, but oh, go yeah. to the, what's making it function now. What's making it what it is now? And that's what the problem is with the majority of these people. They were shit. Like, I brought the Michael Rappaport thing. It's because he had a video. I hate Michael. I used to be a huge Michael Rappaport fan until he started shitting on Trump for no reason. Oh, yeah, reason. I have no, I'm no, no fan of Dick stain Donald Trump, he used to say all the time. So finally, I had enough. He's, I can't stand You know, his, I thought it was just like rhetoric, which is yeah. fine. His but no, type the, of humor is not yeah, even. Just, I didn't mind it because yeah. it was all sports stuff. Yeah. I, like, I read his book, fucking hilarious. It was sports based. Get into anything else in life, I don't want to hear it. Sure. Um, but he got, it just became, he, he lost a lot of fans because he got trying to get too political with no basis for his political stuff. But anyway, but some, what am I saying? That's what we're doing now. <laughs> um, but he, he shit on Trump for four years. He goes, he's got, his complaint was that the right aid in his, he has, he, he has um, a medical condition that he has to get um, uh, prescriptions all the time for, weekly. 
the, the right aid around the corner from his place is, in New York is closing down because of people running in, robbing it, whatever else. He, he updated it, came back, showed up. The whole store was completely robbed, empty. All wow. this, I mean, it's nothing on the shelf. Literally, it looks like a store is being built. That's how bad it was, and they're going to close anyway. And he's complaining about it. It's like, dickhead, you wanted this. You complained when the country was flourishing because you thought it could flourish more. And now it's gone a complete fucking nosedive. And one of the comments on his post was from, excuse me, was from. And he lives in New York City? Yeah. He's from New York. Was from the president of El Salvador. He tweeted this in response to his video. He goes, is there a deliberate plan to destroy the United States from within? Why are the authorities and some of the media not even commenting on these things? Why are they letting their beautiful cities rot? This is coming from people in countries who've seen it. Yep. Who see what real poverty is, see what real oppression is. Oppression isn't I didn't get hired as a head coach in the NFL to make you know, making eight million dollars a year, fifteen million dollars a year as a millionaire already. All right. This is in cities where these major sports teams play that they allow the robbery, the burglary, the Mom. Yeah, see, my mother lives upstairs, folks. She comes down to visit, whatever. <laughs> She's doing. Um, Rappaport chose to live in New York City. Why doesn't he walk another block to it? That's what he said. He, I have to, he has to go two more blocks extra to yeah. go. But point being is they shouldn't be closing Rite Aids. Right. They shouldn't be closing Walgreens because people are robbing them blind and doing nothing about it. And when people from other countries constantly tell us about communism, and what this, what is happening now? They've been saying this for a long time. President of Goya said it, uh, you know, from Mexico. Um, another, you know, very fix, successful Cuban had said it here uh, in one of the Trump meetings about it's so identifiable to these people about what's going on in this country, and it's just proof of how selfish we are as Americans that we can't even see it. Like we can't like you will constantly see foreigners complain about or like amazed that people are complaining about what they complain about in this country. Literally. Like those girls at a college paying forty grand a year complaining about a sticker. That tells you there's no real problems going on. There is no real like people laugh often ask me, or friends who stress about a lot of things will ask me, like, how do you not stress about these things? I go, listen, I didn't teach myself because I realized it doesn't affect what I'm going to eat for dinner. It doesn't affect my life immediately. And it doesn't affect anything that I'm going to do on a regular basis that I shouldn't care and I don't care. You know what I mean? It doesn't. It's like I still have to do these 10 things every single day in my life. Right. You know, if none of those are affected, why am I? All the other stuff is extra bonus. But so why do I need to be upset about it? I mean, I can be outraged for the moment. Like, I get outraged about these articles of what's going on. But in the most part, dude, I can let it sit. I don't carry it with me. I use this podcast so I can say what I need to say. You know, you and I and your wife will have these sit-ins around the fire and just let it all out every six weeks like we used to when the weather was nice. That's all it is. You know, we get beat about it in an instant when we're scrolling through Instagram and stuff. But does it affect our lives? 
Do we? If, if, if I do, I have something to complain about in my life. I do not. People, those people seem to find everything to complain about in their life. Sure. Oh yeah. And that's the problem with this country. We have a country who's run by a government that generally doesn't care about its citizens, so they can benefit themselves in their own little boys and girls clubs, who literally lie to your face because people aren't don't understand their own lives and appreciate their own lives as a whole in this country. And that's the biggest major problem here is that we all can't look deep inside and say, you know what, my life is not too bad. I, you know, I traveled enough around um, poor places, whether it was Los Angeles, uh, New York, Southeast Asia, wherever, <clears throat> and seen it from two per- th- those perspectives. You talk to those people, and I'm like, when I was 20, when I, I think I was 20 when I first went to Thailand for an extended amount of time. And I saw these people and saw like, even like how my, my, my grandparents were living, my cousins were living. And I just figured that's just the way they lived and not realizing, you know, there's obviously a middle class way of living. But that's how my mother grew up. And I see like, the, you know, it was a tiny place that they, it was, you go up into the, everything's like, not everything's in a house like ours here. You have to go outside the door and up the stairs to the other rooms. It was one, two, I think it was three rooms. And they squeezed like eight people to sleep in it because it's just like, they didn't have anything. They didn't need anything. You know, and it wasn't about those things. Sure. We got so caught up in the things and the stuff. You know, I used to be the same way and selfish about things like the, the things. I don't give a shit. I don't anymore, you know, more as an adult. And it's just like, I, I there's other things that we all need to concentrate on to make better. Our relationships. <laughs> Coco, shut up. You know, like you have a kid coming. Do you need to worry about anything else besides that kid now? That's it. That's that's number one. You know? Number yeah. one. And you're going to appreciate the kid. You're going to love your kid. You're going to love your wife. You're going to love your family. And that's it. Everything else doesn't matter. It doesn't. But people don't look at it that way. They, they, they get mad at their kids. They get mad at their jobs. I mean, I get mad at my job on a fucking, you know, regular basis. But, you know, I still go to the job. You know, like, until you can do something about it. But, the, the, again, that's the problem with the, the, this this country in the government and what's going on as a whole. This administration isn't making it better. They're doing everything to keep it that way, to keep it to the point where you have something to complain about, where you hate something and you hate other people. That's the hardest part. They sit there and we all know, like we were talking earlier, you identify with, <clears throat> excuse me, you identify with certain people and you keep those relationships because the blue-collar people for blue-collar people or blue-collar people for everybody or whatever. The government doesn't want you to do that. They want to keep that divisive, and you know the. You notice that the race thing pops up again when the vax thing was fading away. Oh yeah, always, always pops its head out at the right time. It's 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 funny how all this seems to work and roll into itself. As far as the media is concerned, and what they're going to tell you, show you, and talk about, they have to keep you separated, and you know the the truck convoy is proving, you know. Likewise, it's because the Canadian government keeps saying, you know, they're they're hateful, they're racists, you know, they're they're destroying things, they're threatening people. And I mentioned this the other day, but there's no evidence of this. They don't have one video of it. 
You can't tell me all this is going on and there's not one news camera down there because they're scared or whatever they say. I'm um, bullshit. You know, they have, you haven't interviewed, you know, a single person, shop owner who's scared to go in there um, or has a viable reason to be scared to go in there because they should probably open their shop and make some damn good money. Um, but they want to separate. And the people of Canada are showing, we don't give a fuck what you say. We're going to support right. it and understand you know, what's going on and what they're doing because we need these people. Absolutely. You know, and the the, the, the the idea of not understanding a truck driver because it's a truck driver, like you don't understand. But, the, the, but they don't realize that everything around us is there because of the truck drivers. Everything you need. It's our lifeline. Exactly. And remember when Biden was talking about the infrastructure bill, but everything was infrastructure? You know what? If you want to throw in everything that's infrastructure that's not a road, then throw in a trucker. And that's probably about it. Because they need those roads to get all this shit here. Absolutely. You know, they need the railroads when they to get those, those cargo things from, you know, left to right on the map. You know, they need all that stuff. And they don't acknowledge it. They don't. They shit on it. And they when you give a pass to people shitting on it, like, there's nobody on there going, you know, like, thank a trucker, whatever else. At one point there was when, when they were delivering masks and all that shit, you know. Oh, what I yeah. Mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but when, when they sit there and go, fuck you, they're like, oh, no, 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 no. All of a sudden you're evil. You're this and that. It, it, it's it's terrible. Because the connotation is in people's heads. It's it's the Amazon truck coming. That's where they think all this stuff's coming from. <laughs> yes, because, you know, it yeah. magically appears People at the warehouse down the street. People are narrow. You're, it's true. That, that is a good point. I mean, it's it's... It's it's just an absolute disgrace about you know where it's going, what it's doing, and I mean this goes on like I mean I'm guilty of it, you're guilty of it, we're all guilty of it at some level, but I think you know there's there's other people you know other politicians, other celebrities, other podcasters, other you know you know disc jockeys or whatever they call the radio personalities that are better at it than uh, than than most of them you know and those are the ones they don't want you to listen to those are the ones they don't want you to um hear from and it, it's basically all we are and we all i, I think when the basis of is we're all truth seekers and like actual there's a difference between truth seeker which is something you know I, I consider leftist people who just look for an excuse in a reason where, and they call it their truth, but actual truth with evidence. You know, right. like I said, this is what we're guilty of because we will also, you know, see something and believe it. And then over time, we're like, well, maybe we should kind of look back at it. You know, I mean, I'll, I'll take the, you know, uh, the stealing the election thing. I'm still not, you know, I was convinced. Now I'm not so convinced that the whole thing was necessary. Do I think there's issues? Yes. But, you know, until nothing's come out yet that's proven to, to make it, you know, seem like a thing on a, on a larger scale. Smaller scales, absolutely. You know, so like, you know, that's kind of like my thing, you know, where I will admit that, um, what the hell? Another Biden thing with guns. He doesn't stop. Oh, jeez. Wow. But anyway, so that's that. That's this discussion, folks. We just wanted to bitch because we hadn't had an open bitch section session in a while. Like I said, it's been a slow news week. There hasn't been any giant stories. I mean, Biden sent, we'll go over briefly, Biden sent more troops over to the Ukraine border because he doesn't like our border. <laughs> and he is, got another 8,000 on standby in, in other NATO countries. Uh, whatever. He's complaining about guns again. Um, Biden targets gun owners uses the debunked claim the Second Amendment banned 
Cannon ownership. Wow, they just can't fucking figure it out, can they? He keeps pushing the same stories that have been proven wrong over and over again. Endless. Oh, this is one thing I wanted to point out. We'll back, we can go back to the cove real quick. Another guy, another European soccer player, 21 years old, had another heart attack Oof. after taking the vaccination. People, they want you to consider this normal, by the way. They don't want to acknowledge that it's a side effect. Have you seen a professional soccer player? They are the most fittest athletes as far as team sports and when was the, the last planet. time you heard of one drop never before heard of one COVID. never mind over before the vaccine, before the vaccine. never mind over 100 in the past few months it's oh, disgusting i saw a highlight video of it it was oh ter- really terrible to watch oh dude like i've seen a few videos of people actually like over the years have died on the field because of like uh, you know unreported health conditions which happens but i mean to see it regularly this is a weekly thing these guys go 90 minutes a game Nonstop, no changes, uh, no subs. And you know, and you, and you know, and you know, if they want to make it big. They are living healthy. They, they, this isn't like you know, cocaine up the nose. Like I'm, you know, I'm a exception to the rule, Lawrence Taylor. You know, this is, you know, these are athletes taking care of themselves. This is like national I'm a, treasures. Yeah, for their country. Exactly. So. Like they, they represent a lot more than this guy kicking a ball in a, in a jersey. So. Right. Um, that's another thing that had to happen yesterday. I mean, I think it's disgusting. Oh, my God. All right, you know what the dogs are telling me that, that Don Rainbow's going to shit. Um, so, anyway, so hopefully you can be on again. When are you expecting? Or when is she expecting? Sunday. Oh, Sunday. really? Yeah. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> uh, oh, that's awesome. And uh, well, we'll get one again soon. Yeah, well... It'll be a little while. I'm sure. I'm sure. You know what it is. If if the wife needs a break, she can come over for one, and you guys can swap. And we'll do episodes that way. <laughs> um, until you guys, we can get both of you in here. Um, but anyway, well, thank you for coming by, Mister Rotten. Thanks for having me, Soul. You know, I'm glad we could uh, finally catch up and chit chat and kind of. I'm sure everybody's sick of just listening to me. Um, now they just listen to me, you, and the dogs. Um, don't forget, folks. You can always leave a text or a voicemail at three three nine two two four. Four three four one, um, and thank you for listening. Say good night. You guys, not me. You guys say good night. Good night, everybody, and remember, we are here to trigger leftists one episode at a time. I'm sorry, oh, one I gotta chase it's, it's one, one opinion at a time. One opinion at a time. Thank you. And be-